0: Hey, thank you for being here. My name is Darren Jansen, and this is the Breathe 911 podcast. I wanna say thank you for being here. Every week I get on here and I share what I'm learning about physical, mental, and emotional health for first responders. Now I've created a free guided breathing exercise. It's a down-regulating breathing session and it's free for you. All you have to do is head on over to breathe-911.com free. And there'll be a link there for you to download it. There's also a link in the description. Just click it and it'll take you right to the page. If you enjoyed this episode or if you got value from it, I would be grateful if you would head over to wherever you listen to it, whether it's Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and leave a comment, rating, or review. That helps us grow the channel and helps us reach new people. And now, with all that being said, enjoy the episode. Oh boy, do I have a treat for you today. Last night, I was able to sit down with Aaron, Jill, and Mark. Three, including myself, four of the last five runners at the Mid-State Mile. We got together to talk about our expectations going into the race, how we went about the race, what was easy, what was hard. And uh, yeah, it was a great time. Eric, the winner of the race, was not able to join us. I plan on sitting down with him uh, this weekend to do an episode with him. Um, if you were at the race, paid attention to the race, or are aware of the race, I think you'll really enjoy this episode. So without further ado, here's the episode. The crew. The, the crew, crew is here. Um, let's start it off. Let's go around the circle. I don't know, Aaron, you're first on. So start with Aaron. Introduce yourself. Uh Whatever you want, who you are, where you're from, how many times you're in mid state, what you do, doesn't matter. Okay.
1: Are we um, like recording yeah. right now?
0: It's recording, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's it, it'll be it'll be super relaxed. I mean, only only our friends will want to
2: listen to us talk about mid-state for an hour, but
1: yeah, I love it. Okay.
0: that
2: would be fantastic. Yeah, go ahead, Aaron. You never you never, know. Um, you never know. my name is my name is Aaron Dana. I live in Rochester, New York, which is like western part of New York State. Um, I don't know. I've been running for since 2019. Um, I'm a carpenter, like home remodeler. I've got three kids, and we homeschool them. I mean, my wife does most of that, but, but yeah, man, I mean, that's kind of what I do, not necessarily who I am, but that's a little bit about me. Love it,
0: Jill. Go ahead.
1: Hey, well, I'm Jill Dennis. Um, I'm originally from, I always like to say, York, Pennsylvania. A uh, little town, Oh, not a little town, but a bigger town, I guess you would say Red Lion, Pennsylvania. Um, but now I, after college, I guess you could say I uh, lived in Florida for six years in St. Petersburg, Florida. And then I moved here to Nashville, Tennessee. So I've been here for about a year and a half, so I'm right here where Mid-State Mile is, about 15 20 minutes away. Um but a little bit about me. Um I am my full-time job is a personal trainer. Uh I coach lots of people, train lots of people. Uh, I'm starting to dabble in the run coach uh trying to coach some runners into, you know, whether it's ultras or uh, marathons as I previously did the Boston Marathon this year. So kind of get my feet wet into that. And that's really what I would like to kind of move my clientele into is really coaching runners. And I'm really big into the strength training aspect of it. So that's what I do as a job. Um, I don't have kids or anything, but I have a little five pound Yorkie who's like my little daughter. So if anybody follows me on Strava, I do runs and walks with her every day. So follow me on Strava.
2: Amazing. That's your, that's your secret training tool right there.
3: It is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Mark, have at her, buddy?
3: Hey, uh, Mark Holcomb. Um, what to say, I guess. Uh, I've got three kids. Uh, I feel like I'm probably the oldest of the group here. I don't know. Darren, how old are you?
0: We're close. I I'm I'll be 39 this year.
3: Okay. So we're pretty close. So I'm 40. Yeah, same same um,
0: here. I'm
2: 38. All
3: right. All right. So Okay, uh, I'm the baby.
1: I'm 30. <laughs> I'll be 31 soon.
3: Yeah, so three kids uh, live in Illinois currently, but we're kind of nomadic. We've been around, uh, moved around a couple different places. So when I did mid-state in 2021, I was living down in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, so kind of moved around from Arizona, I've lived in upstate New York, but originally from Kansas. Um, so Midwest roots. Um, and yeah, I think that's a little bit about me. I mean, in a nutshell, I guess for work. Uh, I'm an analyst, I uh, work for an insurance company, so it's kind of what I do for work uh, most days, Monday through Friday, um, but obviously I'd like to dabble in running, so yeah.
0: Yeah, dabble, come on. Dabble. Yes. Hey. I <laughs> um, like to dabble. Right? I mean, we all <laughs> dabble a little bit too much sometimes. Um, yeah. Well, I just like to open it up for anybody who wants to, I guess, no, I'm going to start. So this year, I was like five weeks out i had signed up for for mid-state not knowing if we'd actually be able to be in the u.s for for the time we were dealing with visa stuff and immigration stuff and so i was like i if i'm there i'll run it and then five weeks out i was like i haven't trained a lot but i have a good base i want to try and win it and so i hired a coach and like a running coach which jill you are and i hired a um, i'm doing some mindset courses and uh and I went on this journey of like. So I showed up. I don't know how you showed up last year, Aaron, but I showed up like ready to compete, knowing that I wanted to compete. And that when I ran it in 2021, it was like, oh, this is a fun. I'm chatting with everybody, and I was a lot more serious than I was the previous year. Uh, pros and cons to both. Uh, I hope. Uh, I hope I chatted enough, but I was like, I was pretty focused out there. I don't know if that how that came across to everybody else, but I was focused on like. Uh, it was clear. I knew probably. I knew around, around the twenty-eight hour, thirty-hour mark. that I was like, oh, "This is not going to happen." But I'm going to go as long as I can. But that was kind of my experience. I went through two really dark in that period. I went through two really dark pain cave moments that I came. I came out of two, and I went into the third and was not able to recover. And that was that was my race hours four to seven. I wanted to quit. I was like, I am done. There's no way I'm going to make it. I was not feeling good at all. And I was super hot as everyone was. And, uh, and yeah, I was thoroughly impressed by all of you. Because I was like, these, I'm hurting so bad. And they're not. They don't. They're not showing it. And I hate them all for it. And I love them at the same time. So that was that was like a cold notes of my experience. I don't know who, who wants to go next. Of what kind of their expectations of going into the race, their goals and how the race went for, for each of you. Cause I can say I struggled on the downhills. And so I went, I felt like I wasn't like necessarily, uh, um, as social. Cause I knew I had to run that flat faster and, and push it on the uphill. Cause I would just struggle the downhills. So I had, the, that was my strategy for, for most of the, the ending of the race, but that's where I was coming at it from. I don't know who wants to go. Next. And I would love to hear, I just love to hear what your experiences were like. Cause I, you get little bits and pieces, but a, a longer version is, is nice.
1: Aaron, uh, wait, did, oh, you do, did you do, did you do mid state in 2021?
0: 2021.
1: I, I, Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. I ran, uh, while well, we were coming out of Canada, so it's all flat and it's all asphalt. So I tried to find some Hills for a couple weeks and mm-hmm. I I went nine hours and I was absolutely destroyed But I wasn't because I could still walk the next day, so I I wasn't. But um, yeah, I ran it twenty twenty one, so I had I had a I knew what the course was and I knew what 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 was coming. Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, I guess I'll go. Well, it's funny though because you know I saw um, like Justin, who is your coach. I saw him post, or he was saying something like, "Yeah, this there's this guy who just hired me who wants to uh, win win Mid State." You know, he's like being all like big and bad about i'm like no i'm like who is this guy like i'm trying to win and say like who is this and i kind of did some creeping and i i don't know how i figured it out but i i found out it was you and i was like who is this guy and like honestly the, almost the whole race i didn't even realize it was you because your instagram you had like long hair and i and then later on it clicked i was like oh my gosh that's the guy i kind of creeped on and then, like this is the guy. It all made sense. I was oh, like, oh, fun. he cut his hair. That's <laughs> fun. Um, but I guess for me going into mid-state, so um, yeah, so last year was the first time I did it. I I literally just moved to um Nashville. I don't know, I was not even there a year at the time. Um, but my whole story from it last year was, you know, the only ultra I did before that was a 50K. And I always like to look at like races and I was again, like a month before and I saw this race always wanted to do a, a backyard, but never, you know, so I was like, all right, I'll sign up. Didn't even know who Becca obviously and John was I'm messaging mid-state like, cause you get on the wait list. And I was like, am I going to get in? I need to like plan for this. Like, and they're like, yeah, like you'll, you'll get in. Like, you know, we just have to put everyone on the wait list. Blah, blah, blah. So uh, I had a friend come out. He did it too. And I end up getting, first female. I did 89 miles. Uh, I think sixth overall. I mean, so it was like, wow, like everyone's like, who is this girl? And I was like, I was like shocked myself. Cause I didn't, I didn't really do any ultras really at the time besides one. Um, and so I was like, wow. And it really was a confidence booster, but after that one, I, yeah, I could barely walk. Like it was bad. Like I was like, Oh my God. Um, so this year my goal was to, I'm very competitive. So my goal was to obviously be first female but wasn't even that i'm kind of phasing out of that like i want to some of these races, i'm like i want to beat the boys like how many of the boys can i be yeah so i uh, going into this race i knew a lot of the people now and um i was like all right my goal is to win this thing. like i i could do this like i know i could because i have the mentality and i have like the physical i can climb So I went into feeling very confident and I did really well. And honestly, like the next day I could walk and I ran a 5k after the next day. Um, But what got to me was the mental aspect. Um, You know, once your mind kind of goes, you know, you have no sleep for over 24 hours. Uh, As a female, your hormones can be all over the place and you just kind of get lost, uh, you know, during that morning and things like that. So I kind of dealt with a heat rash on my legs and it didn't hurt, but it was heating my legs up and it just mentally got to me. Like I would look at my legs and just felt like embarrassed and just not liking how I looked and just, it was, it was burning me up. And I would just come in and just kind of just took it out of me on the race. And so I, you know, when it was down to when you quit, I was like, okay. Or when you like stop, I should say quit, but when you stop, like, was, all right, I can do one more, you know? And then after that, I was like, mentally, I was just like, you know what? I could keep climbing. I could keep running down. Like, I felt like I could, but it was just mentally, it was like, I'm not here anymore. I'm done. And so I just called it after 113 miles. And that was the longest I've ever ran, though. So that was also cool. It's like, you know what? If I'm at least out here, I'm going to at least run the longest I've ever ran, so
0: it was the longest. That was my longest run, too. Oh,
1: and you, nice.
0: yeah. And you, uh, and you struck. I didn't know this till later on, like how how bad your stomach was for me. Yeah, most my of stomach was,
1: I, yeah. It was, I had issues with just stomach stuff. I mean, I was in the bathroom, like almost every loop. <laughs> um, but I think, I think, um, Aaliyah, who is like my crew chief, I think she said, like, it was like around hour six, I was starting to complain about just either like bloating or just anything I would eat would just go through me. It was one or the other. And it's the hardest thing about these races, it's trying to figure out what works and what doesn't.
0: Well, and, and I went into it with like, this is a heat management from 2021. I'm like, this is heat management, diet, like nutrition and hydration. Like that's the race, the, Mm -hmm. the, if you want to be there at the end, I,
2: I believe so. Aaron,
0: Aaron, what was your experience like?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I've run it a few times before and you're the OG here. You have probably the most time on that
0: course out of uh, all of us, I think.
2: Well, out of all of us here. Yeah. I mean, Eric has run it. Eric's run it four times. I mean, I did the Tennessee mile with Jill. So we both had that, um, In our wheelhouse too which i think was really helpful to be out there for that long um going through two nights so yeah i mean coming into it last year i was definitely more competitive and i think it messed with my head too much because i put too much pressure on myself to be that last man standing and when things started to go wrong and i felt it slipping away i really got down on myself you know and i was like oh man like everyone else looks so strong like I'm not going to be able to. I'm not going to be able to go the distance because everyone else looks so strong. So it was a big lesson though for me learning it last year. Like just just going out there, being myself, enjoying the experience, and just focusing on what I need to focus on as far as taking care of myself. And like the rest will work itself out. Like if you go out there to just like have a blast and take care of your body, like you're going to have a great race. Like that's a great strategy. Like, why would I, I don't, I don't train like that. I don't train to think competitively. So I would say mindset wise, I felt really good coming into the race. Like I had the right mindset. I was trying to hone in on my why, which I feel like I'm growing in my why, like why I do these things, why I want to go far. And it's more of just a personal, like, I just want to, I want to see what happens to me when I, when I go further than I've ever gone, I want to see what comes out of me and how I respond, you know, the mental challenges and those hurdles. So yeah, I mean, my experience in a nutshell for, for this race was, I mean, it was leaning on the community. I mean, Mark and I shared a lot of miles. It's like, thankfully we run similar paces, which in 2021, when I got third place and I think he got fourth place, we, we, we linked up throughout the whole night and it really helped us to get through some really low points. So this was very similar. Like we linked up a lot of the race and it really helped me to just have my mindset, not just on myself, but on the other people around me on Mark, like we shared a tent. So it was awesome to just like keep checking in, making sure we're okay. Um, But yeah, man, like I didn't look at any of you guys as competition. And even when it was down to me and Eric at the end, I was like, this dude's going to run his best race and I'm going to run my best race. Like we're just going to give it our best and let's see who's left standing at the end. So I didn't look at any of you in like a competitive mindset. Like I, I seriously wanted all of you to keep going. Like I could tell Darren when you were struggling, I could tell when Mark was starting to struggle and as much as you feel a sense of relief, like, Oh yes, there's people dropping out. Part of me is like, just keep going. You know what I mean? Like I want to see you guys keep digging deeper because I know you can. Um, So yeah, man, I I think for me, it was more about like who I wanted to be during this race and being glad that I was able to be who I wanted to be during this race. And honestly, like a lot of things physically were just clicking for a long time. Like I was able to like have a good cooling strategy, which even the first day, like I kept asking my wife, I'm like, is it just me or does it feel cool out here? Because I was not Necessarily struggling with the heat, like I felt like my body was handling it well. Second day, I felt it a little bit more. Um, but yeah, man, things were clicking until they weren't. Um, but I was just really happy with how I navigated it, how I interacted with all the people. I tried to get my mind thinking and praying for other people during that race, which really helped me. It helped me to encourage other people that were struggling helped me to think about other people in my life, you know, just to get my mind off of what I was feeling, what I was experiencing. I probably didn't do as good a job with that at the end of the race, you know, when it's just down to me and Eric. And once we got past the course record, I'm just like, well, why are we even out here? We got the course record. Like, so I, I struggled at the end mentally to stay like locked in, but, but yeah, man, that's kind of it in a nutshell.
0: I, I enjoy it. Uh, the goal that you had that you just articulated it showed like i appreciated uh the laps with you and kind of what you were what you're saying and what you're talking about um and just that desire to see people go further it came through for sure so just so you know uh christy my wife and i we talked about that uh at the next day i was like aaron was awesome like he like this is what he was doing this was his mind frame throughout kind of that talking about thinking about people in your life and praying for people in your life i was like that's That was cool. So I I enjoyed hearing about that from you on the on the course. That mean that meant a lot to me. So
3: cool, man. Thanks.
0: Mark, you're up, man.
3: Uh let's see. Where to start? Um, I think like if I think back on 2021. So I was in Arizona. I had seen what had unfolded in the first year. I think everybody saw the clips, right? Uh, of greg and and Chad going at it at the end and yeah greg's determination you know just amazing right and like i was hooked right from the time i saw that and was like i've got to be a part of this right and it really didn't come to fruition until um actually pretty close to the event i don't think i signed up in 2021 until like maybe the month before like or even a few weeks before i can't remember but it was fairly close um and the reason was because we were going to be going on a trip to Alabama to see some friends, and making our way up to Illinois where we had lived before, and kind of crossing through Tennessee. And I'm like, hey, wait, the timing lines up, right? That I could actually go and do this race, and so um, ended up signing up. And so that race was like all about the thrill of it to me. I wanted to be a part of what I saw, like, and it was it lived up to everything, right? Like it was amazing, just like it was this year, and that's why everybody comes back. Right. Um, Just because of the community and, you know, Becca and John put on this amazing race and um, it's just something special as we all know. And so like 2021 was all about like just having fun, like, you know, just meeting good people, you know, Aaron, you mentioned how we linked up and shared a lot of miles through the night um, and and other miles during the day as well. And um, just to like, you know, connect with people like you and others and like, keep the contact over time like two years later right you reach out and you're like hey let's share a tent let's do this again right so that was pretty special and I appreciate you reaching out and uh, it turned out really good this year you know so um so 2021 was like that first year learning experience for me where it was like okay this is like yeah it's it looks fun it looks challenging so you want to be a part of it but then when you really experience it it's like okay, this is really hard, right? And it's not easy, (laughs) Um, (laughs) no matter how tough you think you are, right? So like, um, I was happy with how 2021 went. You know, obviously, you always want to be the last person, but um, no regrets, like it was good. And, you know, kind of that was, I think 2021 was just like, hey, I'm really glad I got to do it. Just really grateful. Um, Then, you know, fast forward, I guess, to trying to think of like what happened in the mix, but, um, we were moving back to Illinois just a year ago at the same time of the event. And so, um, although I wanted to kind of come and do it, it just timing wise didn't work out because we were right in the middle of our move, uh, back from Arizona to Illinois, uh, June of 22. So last year was kind of, a, I'm just going to observe and see how it goes. And it was still fun to do that. Um, but I will say like, um, observing it this year, even though we were a part of it, from what I've heard from everybody else, is like the live stream was like amazing, right? Um, everybody that I've talked to, and like I have so many people that are like, even if they're, they're running friends or non running friends, you know, that were like, this was incredible to watch and I couldn't stop watching, right? And they had to tune in and couldn't, you know, it's like maybe they would step away for 10, 15 minutes and they're like, I gotta be back to see what happens at the 20 minute mark. So, um, so kudos on the live stream. I think that was like something that really is going to draw a lot of more people, a lot of attention to this race and how special it is. But, um, so 2021, you know, great 2022, I had to, I had to skip out because I uh, was in a move or moving back. So then this year rolls around. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm going to give it a go. Um, I think for me, it's like one of those, like, there's a lot that goes into it, especially, I mean, as you all know, like, if you're projecting yourself to be the, the one standing at the end like the mental aspect that there's a lot of weight there right of like you have to be prepared for it you can't just go into it like hey I mean sure you want to have fun you don't want to put a lot of pressure on yourself but at the same time you have to be willing to bear that weight of there's a lot you know and and stick at it when it gets hard and and keep going right so I, I was ready to do that this year I think the things you know I took some notes on things that like I was thinking about and um i think 2021 was huge to know like what to expect how it was going to feel when it got hard and how to kind of push through that um i think in terms of like my mindset i from the beginning projected myself into a second night if not further that was kind of like a i knew it would take at least that if not more and so like i knew it was just a process for day one and a half basically um and i was like let's just go do it and have fun with that part. Um, the first day in particular, you know, just like make it as fun as possible, like converse, um, make sure you're eating a lot those things, you know, but, um, I think similar to everybody else, like I've heard, like, I think Aaron, you mentioned it. Um, you know, I was trying to take that approach of like, this isn't about me. I didn't want it to be about me and like my goal of trying to achieve being the last one or whatever. I wanted to help people. I wanted to, um, you know, work together with other people. And I, like my thought process is like anytime I've ever done that in a challenging situation, it's taken me further, or helped the situation Whether you know, when I don't focus on myself. So I think that was like a really big thing mentally, um, as well. And then just like the basics, like, I think last time I didn't take care of myself as much because it was just more experiencing it and having fun. And like, I didn't probably eat when I needed to eat or drink when I needed to drink as much last time. Um, At the intermissions, I didn't sleep. Um, I just kind of relaxed. Um, Whereas this time I actually intentionally laid down. I think the first intermission at 8 p.m., I didn't fall asleep, but I just laid there. right? So that was good rest. I actually felt pretty good after that. And then the second intermission, I actually did fall asleep, and I was like, wow, I've never done that during a race, so that was kind of cool, right, um, but just the intentionality around it, I think it's like you can have fun and take pressure off yourself, but still, like, go for it, you know, and um, everything, like, no regrets again this year, like, it was so much fun, and of course, I would have liked to gone further, but I mean, you see who's on the call here, like, you guys are all crushers, and you went really far, and i'm proud of you all and so like yeah we'll do it again sometime so yeah i think it was just great experience all around i mean there's so many other things too of just like side notes i'm sure we'll get into but that was kind of my race experience yeah
0: amazing is there uh i guess we'll go around again is there one like moment that's just special for you that stuck that like sticks out in your memory one uh yeah one spot one event one person
3: hmm
1: think um one moment like that was special
0: yeah it can be it could be when you're like being crude on the course after the fact i mean i i have probably about five or six that stick out so i'll have trouble picking one
1: i feel like sometimes during these races i like black out and i'm like what happened (laughs) until i like wake back up and i'm like okay (laughs) um i think honestly like I'm I can be like a talker at times, but like sometimes I'm just like in my own space, like don't want to talk to anybody. But I know I just love like in the beginning, I I love like talking to people, meeting like people on the on the course. Um, like I said, like last year I didn't really know anybody out in the course. And then now like the guys pretty much, you know, that's so why I always say the guys, but it's just no offense to like any of the ladies, but I just I was with the guys literally pretty much all last year. Same with this year. So I get really close with them. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to share a special moment because it's probably really inappropriate for this podcast. But the guy like we, I think you were, yeah, you were definitely in our conversations. Like when we got deep into the conversation, some of them, we won't go into it. But it's always good when we're like tired and, you know, I ask the guys like questions and it's just, fun to get to know people and uh you know you get deep and you get to know the raw side of people and um that was always some good we had some good conversations out on the course this year so um yeah just some of those conversations I would say
2: that's fun that's fun yeah I mean I'd say as far as like I mean there was a lot of awesome conversations it's hard to pick one thing out there. Um, But what I think what really stood out to me and is like going to sit with me for a long time and with my family was seeing like in the second day, um, like day two, my kids got super involved in the crew process. They were loving it. They would meet me at that like by that barn where Darren, your kids would meet you and then they would run with me all the way back. And then they would like be putting cold towels on my legs. They would be getting my water, my ice packs or getting, filling my ice bandana. And it was like, I mean, it was like a pit crew and they were loving it. And like, they, they want to go back. They're like, you're running midstay next year. Right? Like I'm (laughs) questioning whether or not I want to run it again. Like maybe I need a year to chill, but they're like, no, we have to do this race. And like their biggest regret is like not getting involved sooner. So like, that's something that really stuck with me that it was a, we were able to make it like a family experience and they all felt like they were helping. Um, and they were. So like, that's something that was like really special because I've never had them that involved in a race before, which is why I love this format because that can't happen in most races. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're doing a point-to-point and you're barely seeing your crew for, like, five minutes every hour or an hour and a half, like, it just doesn't happen. So, like, that's something that I just, like, really appreciate about the format of this um, race. And then, I mean, to piggyback on that, the kids that were out there cheering us on, like, it might not seem like it's that much of a pick-me-up, but, man, it is. Like, just to see the kids that we were influencing and we're setting this example to, like, it's probably one of the things I'm most proud of that we all did out there. That we got to demonstrate, like, what true, like, true men and women do. You know what I mean? And how we work through these hard things. So, like, that was just having the generations there, having all the youth there watching us, cheering us on. Like that was so special that you don't get to see that in other races. You don't the kids don't get to experience it like that. So for me, that's like a huge takeaway that I'm like, this is that's why I love this race so much. And I know Jill, you don't have kids, but like it's just something that like as much as I can have my family like involved and in the in this experience with me together, it just it brings us so much closer together. Like we felt so much closer after this trip than we have. In a long time so
1: i will have to say though like i yeah i don't have family who live here um everyone who crewed me at Leo is was my crew chief she was great but honestly all of your guys's families like especially like the ones with the girls like who have they uh, so many of them came up to me uh, some of them on the course i don't even know whose kids they were but they were uh and i guess this would be like that was really touching for me and as a female runner uh, and, and how long that I would go. I remember this, like one girl again, I don't know who I'm assuming she's someone's daughter. I don't know. But, um, she was like, every time I came around for like several loops, she was like, Oh my gosh, you were so inspiring. Like you were like, so inspiring to me. And then, um, Aaron's girls, like one of them gave me like these little daisies afterwards. Uh, was it Doug's daughter was like, you know, Saying something like maybe she'll have to get your autograph afterward, like so. It's just things like that. I think as a female runner that I just love that. You know, I I I don't kid because I'm I'm being honest. Like I do want to beat the boys, but I think it just goes to show, like other even whether it's younger females or you know people my age or even older, that just because someone's a male or female, no matter what gender, that you can hang with them. Um, You know, yeah, sure. I, I a lot of guys beat the women. But, um, you know, I feel like I proved that I can hang with them. And so I think a lot of like, you know, especially the younger girls who maybe are just getting into running and stuff kind of looked up to me that day and, or weekend. And, and now that felt really good because that I would love to coach like younger girls who are getting into it. Like that would be a dream of mine too, is, you know, just getting them out on the track or on like their first trail run. And so that touches my heart when I, when I hear that stuff. So Love that. Yeah.
0: One of my favorite moments was it was the first night and Doug Moore was having some issues. And I remember uh I I was struggling on the downhill. So I I hung back and I was I was trying to keep him going as long as you can, just like Aaron you're saying. And then Mark, you hung back with him for I don't know how many laps, but I could hear you talking to him and I was yelling at him from up front a couple times, but I um, I just heard you with them encouraging him and I was like I that was just one of my favorite moments having you like trying to keep Doug going as long as he possibly c- could and I was like I I love this like in the middle of the night two guys who don't even know each other who are sleep deprived and hungry and not feeling well trying to like spur each other on and i was like that's what it's all about so that was like that just sticks out to me mark when you were with doug i'm like i absolutely i cherish just like hearing you talk to him i, I love that
3: hey so i i think i caught most of that my my audio was cutting out a little bit but hopefully you guys can hear me okay um yep. yeah um that you know i i don't know i know for i noticed it at one point you know where Uh, Doug was hanging back a little bit and I mean I think I mentioned it before like that was one of my main objectives like coming into this was like it's not about me I want to help other people you know and like where I can like insert myself and do what I can like I you know and that was a moment and it was like Doug was I mean he he did awesome right and I was I was proud of him and as we were doing that like I've been in that exact same spot and I got to that same spot a little later right so like I know how it feels. And I know that with people's help and encouragement and like to get yourself out of that mindset, like you can keep going. And so that's where I was at with, you know, and, and talking with Doug and, and it was like, you know, you might feel the weight of that moment, but I know for me, like I've been in that moment and it feels like I'm going to barely make the cutoff or whatever, but you really are going to have like a minute left or more when you come in, it just feels that way. and so. like don't worry don't rush like try to keep it calm you know type of thing but um and he did great he hung in there like he fought for a while mm-hmm. um you know I think he changed a few things up I think one of the loops he even like you know after going uh a couple loops a little slower like he just blitzed it was like further out front and I was like sweet here we go you know it was awesome so um yeah I was really proud of him I think I think he did a great job and like um those moments, I think, happened all over the course. You know, mm-hmm. if you interviewed everybody that that was out there. I think everybody has a story like that, where it's like encouraging somebody else, or or working through something together, or whatever else. And that's what makes it so special. So, yeah, yeah, just good stuff.
0: Amazing. Did anyone have? So, I I'm taking this course called Unlifted, and it's all about uh, it's about lots of things, but it's about like the words that we use. So, I did like hours of mindset coaching which I attribute a lot of my mental game on the course. Did did any of you have um, like a set of words or mantras or something that you said when it got hard or did you like, what did you do when it got hard? And if, and if there was like a, like a repetitive thing you said to yourself, uh, like if you want to share, what was it?
1: Um, I'm very hard on myself when I run. (laughs) I'll be honest. Like I don't, I'm not very nice to myself. Like I'm just like, yeah, you got to like suck it up. But to be honest, um, my main thing, so people who don't know, like my whole story, and I won't get too involved in it, but, um, about seven and a half years ago, I, I lost my mom to a stroke. So that was like the whole, you know, life story that turned, you know, my whole world around. And so ever since then, I mean, I just started getting into running about two years ago. So I'm very new to it. Uh, as far as like, quote unquote, like competitive running and things like that. Um, but whenever I'm running, like literally if, if anybody ever hears me talk, but a lot of times it's in my head, it's like to my mom. So uh, anytime it gets hard into a race, it's like, mom, you got to get me through this. And my brother was like texting me during the race. And he's like, like, I was reading his text. He's like, mom's with you. Like remember mom's got you. And like, that's what I do because I know you know she's always with me. Like she's guiding me through all this. And it's, you know, one thing I always think is, you know, my parents growing up used to tell me that I should do cross country or cause I was always a natural runner. Um, you know, I played field hockey and basketball growing up. I was always the fastest, but I never I was like, why would I run as a sport? Like I just know I want to like play something physical more physical than just run. And but now I look back and I'm like, man, I maybe would have gotten a scholarship or something. And and now it's like it's you know, obviously I'm hoping, you know, my mom's looking down on me because she wasn't around. Uh you know, now that I'm running just two years ago and I'm like, oh my, she would love to be at the finish line and like, see, she would, honestly, she would probably travel and come to like so many of my races, especially cause I do a lot of my trail races up in PA where our cabin is. And she loves that place. But yeah. So I, I talk to her a lot, um, when I'm running and I also think about just like even people who are alive, who just can't physically or mentally or whatever they're, um, you know, issue that they can't not issue, but, you know, problem that they can't run maybe. Uh, So I'm just very thankful for what my body is able to do. So that's what gets me through is like, you know, there's somebody who, you know, can't do what I'm able to do right now. So enjoy it while I can and push your body as far as you can. And so I am a little hard on myself when I run because, you know, my body is able to do this. So when it hurts in that moment, I know somebody is really hurting more in life than I am and so get past this pain and this temporary moment because within the next day or two all this pain is gonna go away yeah well temporary it go away but you know <laughs> but yeah
0: cool I love that Aaron
2: you got anything um yeah I mean I don't think I necessarily had any like specific mantras or sayings that I was going over but it was I think a big thing that I had to really latch on to probably after 24 to 30 hours was that running my own race will be enough because, you know, when I look at like Eric, that dude dominated that course. He ran so strong and so fast. And like, I just kept seeing how fast he was running. And I had to, like, I had to tell myself, like, you have to run your own race and you have like you running your own race will get you as far as you can possibly go. Can't run his race. Can't run Jill's race. I can't run anybody else's race. So I, I really had to link onto that to go as far as I did. And I think that was helpful because I had to be okay with everything, but uh, just how long it took me to do everything. It was it was harder for me to like, he just flew up those climbs and I was just felt like it was work. Um, So yeah, man, I just had to like, that's something that really got me through at the end when it was more, more or less just like me and my thoughts, you know, there was fewer of you guys out there and you guys were probably still out there too. When I latched onto that, but that really helped me to like, be okay with like, just Just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, we all had those numbers of what we wanted to get to the top of that climb, what we wanted to get to all those places. And every time I get there, I'm like, okay, I'm still doing it. I'm still running my race, you know? So, and that's going to be enough, which, I mean, obviously it wasn't, but I believed it and it helped me go a lot further than if I, if I burned out too fast, you know,
0: Mark.
3: Yeah, so I didn't really have any like mantras or anything like that. Um, but I had some themes, I think, um, as I think back on it and it's, so I was very intentional to, so similar, I think to Aaron, as you were just mentioning, like it wasn't about anybody else's race. Um, I just wanted to Distill everything into the simplest form possible, and so like, um, I didn't want to like think about the incremental goals, so I didn't like have distance or time on my watch. I just had, or I had time. That was it. I didn't have distance, elevation, any of that. All I had was a clock on my watch, so I knew 20 minutes. You know, because um, I didn't want to know. I didn't want to know where I was at. I didn't really. This might sound like I. I cared about how everybody's races going but i wasn't focused on like how they were doing it um similar to, like like aaron you were saying like eric was super strong right um which is kind of hard not to notice right um but uh, i tried my best to like just focus on things i i feel like at one point aaron you might have been with me i can't remember who it was but i was looking at the ground going up the climb and someone said it looks like you're bored out here and i was like yeah i'm doing okay and and then they're like it looks like and i said oh i'm studying and i said i'm studying the ground and they were like and other people too and i was like nope just the ground like i'm just (laughs) like i don't want to know about anything else i'm just like focused on like making it up the climb like distilling it into the moments you know and like uh yeah so for me it was just like some of that strategy of like not thinking about other things other than going through the motions um and i don't think i really noticed much in terms of like i remember a year well the second year of the race the first year i did it in 2021 i remember thinking like oh we're down to 20 people we're down to 15 and like i was getting excited about that or whatever but um i remember this year i didn't even like pay attention to that and I think every now and then you hear somebody say like, oh, they're down the so-and-so or whatever. So you might catch a, you know, hear it or whatever. But it was, I think for me, it was good just to not focus on those things. And I distinctly remember a moment um, during the race where I was in a low point. This might have been like Sunday morning. And I came in and I sat down and I was getting ice and I was talking to my wife. And I looked at her and I said, yeah, I probably had like the biggest eyes ever because it was like this mental battle for me, and I was like, even if I wanted to quit right now.
0: Uh oh, cliffhanger! That's a cliffhanger. <laughs> I should just end it. Just end the call, and that's it.
3: We don't, we don't get to find out, <laughs> right? Which is, which is, I'm not gonna. Hey,
0: hey, that. Mark, Mark, you you cut out there. You said. I looked at oh, my no. wife and
3: said, even if I want to quit right now, and then it went silent. So pick up <laughs> oh, from there. No. Can even you when hear i want... me
0: now? yeah, we got you now.
3: Okay. So I said to her, I said, even if I want to quit right now, I can't. And that's because I can do another loop. Like, no matter how how hard it was for me mentally, because mm-hmm. I was at a low, you know, it was like, I can't get off the merry-go-round. Like it's it's going, right? And it's not gonna stop. And I can I can do another loop. And it was like this self-realization of like probably two years ago where I probably was looking to get off. Right. And this year it's like, no, I can actually keep going. And so I did. Right. And it was like, I don't know how, you know, that was probably like mid morning on Sunday. So, you know, I went for a while longer, but, um, yeah, it was just one of those like thing, like reflection moments of like, if you like think hard enough about it and like what you're trying to achieve, and it's all like, I think I've heard John say it, Becca say it, like others say it. It's like, you can always do another loop, right? And so like, if you really believe that and you just keep doing it, um, no matter how hard it gets, right? So like, yeah, I think that kept me going. Um, just the simplicity side and then the, the like, tapping into that mental aspect of things. So yeah.
0: I love that. I love that What my watch died. I was like, ah, oh, I want to record it. So I had all the things on my watch going and it died. I don't know, 11 hours in or something. And then I grabbed another watch and I try, I was like, ah, I just need the timer. And then I got my watch back and I didn't even put the timer on. And so I had like, it died. I think we were at, at around mile 40 or 45 or something when it died. And, uh, and that was the best thing that happened to me. Like you said, cause I was, I was looking and I was kind of aware and after mile 45, I'm like, I don't even, I don't know what lap it is. I don't know what mile it is. I'm like, I have, I don't even have the t- the timer going. I'm like, I'm just looking at the clock. And it's like, I know, Oh seven, I'm at the top of the hill, 27. I'm at the top of the hill, 47. I'm at the top of the hill. And, and that's it. Right. So that was, if I, I have to say, if I do it again, I know I will do it again. Um, I, I would do this. I wouldn't even start a, a a timing watch. I would just have my watch on because that was one of the most helpful things for me. Someone said, we're like, there, you, you've done a hundred miles. I was like, that's cool. I had no idea where we were. So I, I, I enjoy, I enjoyed that you took that simplicity um, approach to it. Cause that helped, that helped, f- that helped me.
1: That's funny. Cause I, there was like, it might've been like last six or so. I don't know. There was very few of us left in. And- Somebody was like, "Yeah, we were trying to if we were on like mile hundred or hundred one because you know your everyone's watches like their like their mileage can be off just a little bit." And I remember mine being, oh, I think this is when Evan was just like getting off because I think he was stopping at a hundred or something, and I had like one one. I was like, "Oh well, we're at one and one," and everyone's like, "No, we're at hundred. I don't know. Anyways, long story short, I was like. Okay, well, what's everyone's watches? I think one person out there, let's just say there's like six of us or something. One person, everyone's like, I got a timer. I don't have a watch. And someone someone was like, yeah, I have a new watch, but this is my second watch. I was only like 40 miles. I was like, does anybody have a watch going like I do? Because I seem to be the only one that had the chorus like running all the time because I would charge it like just a little bit uh, like during intermission and stuff. But yeah, out of like six or seven of us, Yeah, I had the only watch. Like everyone else, seemed to like either have a dead watch or just timer. I was like, "What is this?" Like,
0: (laughs) yeah, that was great, cool. Yeah, I, I, um, for my mindset, I, I, it's a bit of that Chad Wright stuff, and I went all over the map. But for for when you said you thought um you'd have to make it through two nights, I had uh just make it to the next sunrise because I was the same. I'm like, it'll take two sunrise. I thought it would take two sunrises to win. I was like, I think it'll be. I, was, I thought it would go a little bit longer. I was like I was geared up for fifty hours. I'm like i if I can make it fifty hours, I think I have a chance and uh and then it was stay because I have a I'm really impatient, so it was stay patient, stay present, and be deliberate because I tripped on those downhill routes so many times I didn't never fell, but I like grabbed my grab my toe and like had to get my feet to catch up so I didn't do a face plant. and it was like be deliberate every almost like probably every fourth lap I was like on that first downhill. I'm like almost fall. And I'm like, be deliberate. And it just brought me back. So I had a few that I, that I kind of just said over and over again, but I had a whole bunch of flashcards that my wife would put them on the cooler that I was like, reasons, the reasons, my whys, the reasons I was there. So um, that helped me a ton.
2: That's awesome, man.
0: Yeah. It's fun every year to go back. I'm, I'm, it's super cool that you've done it four times, Aaron. Because, like, three. you're three. Yeah. Oh yeah, you didn't do it the first year. Yeah, that's right. Um, like you can tweak every year. It's like just tweak a little bit, run the race with a different mentality, a different mindset, a different why. I mean, it'll change all throughout. But it's that's super. It's super fun to be. I'm excited to go back again at some point and and figure out even more. Uh. even more about myself and even more about how to run a good race there. Yeah. Because it is so unique.
2: I've got a, I've got a question. I mean, for everybody. So each year that this race is run, there's obviously different people running it and it kind of gives it a different personality. Like we, we all spectated or most of us spectated the first year and we saw with Greg and Chad and the year that we ran it, the three of us ran it, it was, you know, Chad was there and then it ended up being Luke and Luke was a pretty strong personality. Chad's a pretty strong personality. Then last year Luke was there and it was kind of like this passing of the torch to like not have Chad there. What's, what's this race vibe going to be like? And I think we made progress last year for it to be more of like a communal type of thing. What were you guys like thinking on? Like, how this race evolved and like took on personality with all of us, because I was like, personally, like when it was earlier stages, you're almost like looking like who's going to be that personality. Who's going to be like that leader, if you will, like who, we looked to Luke last year all night long, but this year it was like, I don't know. My, my observation was like, I I think we did a really good job of like everyone's kind of personality is coming out when they needed to and drawing strength and energy, especially through that first, through that first night, you know, when things are like so quiet and you're like, what's going on out here? So I don't know. What were you guys thoughts on like, just like the overall like personality of this, this group that was out there, if that makes any sense.
1: Well, wow, this year I thought we were kind of, well, again, you can't beat Luke. Like Luke is just loud and obnoxious love him to death. But like last year it'd be like, he just randomly freaking scream And like, oh my God, I'd be like, where the heck is this energy coming from? And like, he'd be telling his, I don't know, I'm pretty sure they were fake stories, but who, who, who goes, I don't know if they were fake or not, but ghost and bear stories and he'd just randomly scream and I'd be like, you know, half asleep. And all of a sudden it's like, Jesus, he just wakes you up with his random screams. Um, but like this year, you know, Becca kind of yelled at us, you know, like you guys are getting quiet and we were a quieter group, but we were so close. We just like, you know, I don't know. We, we had our vibe, That honestly, I'm kind of okay with that. Cause like, I remember last year, again, lovely. But I remember coming back to like one of my crew people and like, I was just like, oh my God, if I hear one more story from this guy. And again, like I <laughs> didn't really know who at the time, but you, you just, again, your mental, like mentality is just like, you're tired. And it's just like, oh my God, how's this guy have the energy? And you're almost like, I felt like I was almost mad. I didn't have the energy he did. I was like jealous. And I was like, oh my God, if I hear one more story from this guy. And I mean, believe me, it helps. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but this year, everyone's a little bit more quieter. Um, then we just, we had those random moments where we would have conversations and things like that. Um, definitely still a close group. Uh, I I think we were just a little more quieter than, than last year, but again, Luke very much carried us last year.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't there last year. I know what you're talking about. Like year one, it was, everyone was like, this race looks awesome. Greg and Chad had a great battle and Greg, like his body literally, betrayed him until he could go no more. And then the second year, everyone's kind of coming to see what Chad's going to do and that he's the favorite. Right. And they're making a documentary. So like, there's a lot of energy there. I was there last year, but there was like, yeah, there was clearly defined personalities of who's, who's leading. Right. And this year I felt like it kind of like who was up front was changing, like depending on who was feeling good. And so it wasn't like this, So you're running with lots of different people at different stages. And I really liked it because I got to just have individual conversations. I I, I know what you mean, Joe. Like I ran with Luke when he ran with Chad and he's, I love Luke. He's so it's super interesting guy, but he's so loud that it's almost hard if you're within earshot to have a, a separate conversation because everyone's just kind of listening to the show that's going on. It's kind of a show. Right. And I guess this year it was, less of a show and more of just like individuals connecting on the trail. That's, that's my take on it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah. I feel like, um, I don't know. I'm more of a quiet person in general, like introverted. Um, and I feel like, um, there were a lot of people that were having like some dialogue and whatnot, um, and having conversation, but it wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like, we're going to have some robust like you know storytelling if you will but I also saw that as like this is interesting because my strategy if you will is like you know having some conversation but also like I don't want to be out there like using tons of energy like going through like tons of conversation either especially on the climbs like being being quiet's okay you know and um, you know, going up the climbs in unison with someone else, like just, that's okay. Like you don't always have to have those conversations. And so then I was thinking like, okay, you know, there's some people like, that are just gonna, you know, tuck in, conserve energy and go longer, you know? And I think, I mean, that proved out pretty well. I think there were some people obviously that went pretty far. And, um, I think the group as a whole, like did really well. Right. So like some of the, some of the people didn't show up that were there in previous years and, I didn't know what to expect going into it, I don't think, um, but it was like, okay, I don't really know, so I'm just going to run and see how it goes, but I think, I think everything was good, like, I don't know, I liked how it, how it went, and I think people supported people when they needed help, and I think people, you know, had funny conversations when they needed to lighten things up, and, um, you know, when we're quiet, when they needed to work through some things, and so, like, I think it all played out pretty good, and, like, I don't know, and uh, I, I enjoyed it, so
1: yeah.
2: well, it's like running it three times. like I kind of feel this. I think Eric and I both, not that we feel this obligation, but like this obli- we do feel somewhat of an obligation to um, preserve the just the like the sacredness that we experience out there. because and I'm not saying that like it wasn't with Luke or Chad there. So when you have someone that's like a dominant figure and I hope we do get more dominant figures out there, but like, I don't want them to take away from just how awesome it is that we're all out there together because, you know, we're going toe to toe with like, I mean, Greg Armstrong is a very accomplished runner. Like Mark and I both beat him. Right. Luke is a super accomplished runner. And you're out there like toeing the line and chat, obviously, but I also feel like you don't want that strong personality or that strong, like well-known person to take away from how special and sacred this experience is. So, you know, I, and I don't think that, like we're in danger at all of like losing the heart of what mid-state is, but it's almost like let, let's keep that going because I've seen people come to mid-state and I'm sure there's people that come every year that are just like oh yeah we're just out here for fun and like when it starts to get hard like we're, we're done you know use it as like a training run but I think what more and more they're attracting those people that are like I really want to see what I'm capable of out here and when you have more and more people like that the vibe changes you know like yeah there might be more serious moments but like you can tell People really want to give their all to that course, you know, like it, it, it demands your respect. It demands you to like, give it your all. You can't just half-ass it because you're done. You know what I mean? So I think like, I was really proud of all of you. I was really proud of like how deep we went. I, cause I, I think there was six people that went over a hundred, it was five or six. I can't remember, but like it was more than happened last year. And I was like, that's just awesome that like we continue to go further and deeper, it, it, like from year, year to year, which I think is awesome. So next year, the goal should be get seven people or eight people past 100. And like, we got to get well past that 40, 40 out, one hour mark. You know what I mean? We got to get to that 48 hour intermission and we can do it, but we got to do it together. You, know yeah, you, Roo- you Roo-
0: need Roo- someone there for the assist, right? Like someone's got to be there. Like you gave Eric the assist this year, right? Like he couldn't have broken the course record. If you decided to give up two hours earlier, right? Like that's the cool, yeah. that's the cool part about it. You need, you need each other to go farther. Um, We're at an hour here. We're getting close. Uh, Aaron, I'd love to hear the, like your ending. Um, Just the last, cause I, I didn't hear much about your side just the last couple hours that you had with Eric.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm still unless trying to, you, unless out. you don't, unless you don't want <laughs> it. Unless, unless it's He's too, like, oh, it's no. too much. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out the end thing. I think it was a lot of things, um, started to waver. I mean, yes, it was mentally, um, like I dealt with a lot of like fatigue, like my like everything just seemed like I was looking through like a very small tunnel. I mean, yeah, we were looking through a light, but like, I just could, it was really hard for me to stay focused. Like, I don't know if it was like drowsiness. I mean, I was taking caffeine and it wasn't doing anything. So, I mean, I would say that's kind of like what took me out was like, I was, I was struggling with energy. I was really struggling with energy um, to like, run the speeds that I needed to. It wasn't like anything was hurting. I just like, I just didn't have the pop on the climbs. Like I had, like Eric was flying up them. Um, I mean, Jill, you're talking about bowel issues. I didn't poop one time. Okay. Like my what? stomach <laughs> felt like it was going to explode. Not to overshare. I pooped eight times the next day. Okay. Uh-huh. And they were all big BMs. I'm like, I am so full of shit right now. <laughs> like, how did I run with all that? Like I ate for 40 hours and every single bit of it stayed inside of me. me. Wow. I thought I was just operating at hundred percent efficiency, but apparently not. <laughs> um, but everything just started to compound. Like my mind was like getting really tired. I mean, I was exerting myself on the climb more than I needed to but I needed to. And then I was like throwing up and then like my bowels were starting to revolt. But I don't know, man, I think I just like, I just allowed myself to stop believing that I could beat Eric. You know, I stopped focusing on running my own race. And like, I was just telling myself running my race isn't enough. You know, that's what I started to tell myself. I'm like, dang it. Running my own race is not enough to beat this guy. And I probably could have, we always tell ourselves we, we could have got a few more, right? Every but year, in, in all respect to Eric, like. I believe that he was the better runner that day out of any of us. And he truly believes that he could have won 48 hours easily. And I believe that. I don't know if I could have went, I, 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 if I had that in me that day, maybe I would have. Um, but yeah, man, it was super special to run with him though, for the last, however many hours we were alone. Um, I know we're not supposed to like set those goals, but like getting past that course record definitely kept me going longer because I just, I wanted to get past it. Um, I felt like I needed that little carrot, even though for most of the race, I wasn't really focusing on any of those goals, but like that helped me to like push and, get past it. Um, but yeah, it was pretty special like I feel like we had a lot of good conversation out there Eric and I like it felt like I was just on a, a run with my buddy in the woods, you know what I mean? Like, like I didn't feel like we were in competition even though I kept seeing him get stronger and stronger and I felt weaker and I'm like, "Dang, man, like seriously, you're just showing off now." Like I that's what I'm thinking. I'm like he was he was still finishing around like 15, 16 minutes. And here I am like 18, 18 and a half, 19 minutes. I'm like, how the heck is this guy getting stronger? Um, But yeah, it was special. It rained that night. I mean, it poured for several hours. So we're just out there running in the pitch black, downpour. The fog was rolling in. Um, It was awesome, dude. It was an awesome finish. We're just like, can you believe this right now? It's pouring rain out here. It's completely black. And we're just like, running through the woods, still doing what we're doing. So it was special. And I'm, I wish he could have been on the call tonight, but he's, I love that dude. And I think his, like, he brought the best out of all of us. Like his, he brought the best out of me, you know, and that's all I could ask for is that I got, I, you know, I gave it my best and I think we all gave it our best. Can we all look back and say we could have done a little bit more? Sure. But I'm proud of all of you. I'm super proud of him. And I'm happy that he, you know, four years in he finally gets the win and he's still hungry as ever to keep going. So that's amazing. he, He, he told me that he feels like he probably learned more getting second place last year than he did winning it this year. So I'm trying to look at like getting that second place as like that perspective, like, okay, like it keeps me hungry. You know what I mean? It makes me satisfied, but not too satisfied to the fact that I don't want to like, I want to keep growing from this. So that's awesome.
0: Well, that's an hour and I know you, uh, Eastern time zones got to get to bed and, uh, I'm getting old. So, so do I, but, uh, let's, let's just, uh, all I want to do is I want to ask if the stars all aligned and all the, everything lines up, who plans on running next year? And you can say, I'm not saying as well, but who's going back? I'm, I'm planning I'm I'm planning on it. It's, it's in my, it's on the calendar that I'm planning on it. I'll say that.
1: Well, my whole, I, you know, I said in my speech right after the rate that I probably wasn't that I was going to be crewing Aaliyah, but then my brother who, well, he lives in New Jersey now, but uh, he's a few years older than me. And he's like, I'm doing mid state next year. And, you know, got to be a little competitive with my brother, and but I don't know. I have two big races I want to do next year. It's those are my two main goals first. So again, if it all lines, then it's not going to hurt my other two main goals of those races. Uh, yeah, but I mean, no matter what, I'll be there. I should right. be. Uh, whether I'm running or not, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm only I'm so close. So we'll see. Yeah,
3: I think I,
2: think I mean- will. I like that.
0: I figured you'd be, be back
3: there.
0: You'll you'll be there. You'll be there one way or the another. I assume, but probably with running shoes on. Probably. Okay.
3: See, that's the
1: thing. Then you get like FOMO. Like, if if everyone else signed up, well, then I I guess I gotta sign up. Like, what do you do? <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly, Mar- Mark.
3: Oh no. It's on you,
2: Mark. What are you doing? You coming back?
3: My audio was cutting out so, um, I can hear you guys now though. Um, so for me, it's up in the air. Um, I typically don't make decisions too far out. Um, but I think for me, for this race in particular, it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier, which is like how important crews are in this race. Right. You can see them every mile, but it's a lot of work for them. Right. And so Mm -hmm. like I had my good friends, Jen and Jason that came up from Alabama they were amazing their kids came up and helped they were you know my kids helped my wife like between jason's doing the first overnight and like had everything spot on and then my wife taking over after that um on day two like i can't say enough about how important crew is you guys all know that and so like shout out to all the crews like and you know just um just amazing and so for me like the decision to do it again would be like you know whether that you know family wise and other things works out right so but love the race obviously and any chance to do it like recommend it to anybody obviously so like right. for me it's a it's a up in the air decision but um I would love to be there if it happens you know if the stars of the so
0: typical analyst answer that's what i'm gonna say <laughs>
3: It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys,
0: that's uh, that's seventy minutes. Uh, thank you so much for your time. This this was fun. I loved uh, hearing perspectives on it and everyone's take on it and and how everyone experienced the race. So, thank you all for giving uh, giving your time up for this. I appreciate it.